evening and welcome to Leadership Matters on WNTI.org, the voice of Centenary University. Here in the studio this evening with my uh, co-host, Fran Gavin. Good evening, Fran. Good evening, Tim. And our very special guest uh, for our first show for 2022, um, the uh, newly um, seated mayor of Alamuchi Township, Rosemary Tui. Rosemary, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Thank you for having me. So maybe we'll start out uh, by asking uh, you, um, uh, you've made this uh, transition from uh, uh, a councilwoman to uh, to mayor. Uh, how has it been so far? Maybe one month on the job. A lot of work, <laughs> a lot of time. You know, being a councilwoman and being a mayor are really two distinctive responsibilities. Um, and there's a lot of Things I'm trying to get myself familiarized with on the processes of how the town is run with each department and trying to put in new policy and procedures so every department knows what their job description is and who they need to report to if there's an issue. Um, and communication. I'm working. I've been spending a lot of time on trying to get communication platforms up and going for our residents so they have a go-to for information other than, you know, the Panther, which, you know, was published every month and goes out to every household. But sometimes that information is lagging. So I want something there for our residents to be able to instantly access it um, when they need it. And that must that must be very challenging, uh, uh, especially now during the pandemic as well, right? It, it is. It is. Uh, our office is open to the public with limited access. Um, they can't freely roam the building any longer, but they are allowed to come into the lobby. And we're hoping soon, you know, all those restrictions will be lifted because it is getting tiresome for a lot of people. Uh, and two years on, that that's that's absolutely uh, absolutely right. And we've been very lucky here in Alamuchi with our employees. They they've really kept the ship going, and very few people have been affected by it. Well, that's great. And I think uh, maybe maybe the silver lining is. Uh, uh, during the pandemic, it kind of forces you to think out, outside the box a little bit yes. about, about different ways to communicate and different ways to get your uh, messaging out um, uh, than you would normally do, you know, during yes. normal times. Yes, and, and even with the pandemic, it, it, it kind of slowed us down a little, um, the township with our we developed a new website. We had a new website developed three years ago, and then it just kind of went to a halt. So I started that up again, and I'm hoping to have it up and running within the next 30 to 60 days. We brought in a consultant um, to revamp it for us. I want that to be the go-to for our residents for any information they need regarding the town. That's good. So what do you see, uh, Rosemary, as maybe uh, your biggest challenge in in uh, in this term uh, uh, as mayor? Uh, what is what challenges does Alamuchi face, and what do you think is the greatest challenge? Our greatest challenge right now is readables. Alamuchi is all built out. The only property that can be developed right now is property that is privately owned, um, pretty much along five seventeen in Alamuchi. So right now it's the readables. We, we're all we're, we're built out. There's really no more readables coming in. Mountain Ridge was just completed. So trying to maintain the tax status without drastically increasing taxes on our residents during a very difficult time with the pandemic has been very challenging, but we managed to do it. Um, we've been going over the budgets. We're starting the budget now for 2022, and we're being very conservative. Uh, very little increases in each department, and everybody has to be aware that 
there's needs and there's wants. Right now, we have to just focus on our needs. And so far, the departments have been coming in pretty much with the same budget that they've had for the last two years. But it's trying to get out there and try to get more rateables, but we need smart rateables. We need rateables that are not going to add to the school. We need rateables that our residents would like to see in the town. Otherwise, we have to find a way. We have to find a way to maintain the taxes without seeing, you know, increases. Can I ask you uh, on uh, Route 517, I've noticed uh, there there were some, there were some clearing um, in the uh, land um, yes. on the right-hand side as you're going north on 517, where the corn truck, yeah, uh, is, is that going to be uh, something that will uh, land on the rateable? No, from what I understand, the clearing was also, he has, they have more room for their crops. Oh, okay. So it's just farmland uh, it's clearing. It's farmland, yes. Is that property still owned by uh, the Diocese of Metuchen, or did they uh, dispose of that? That one? No, I don't believe that's who it's owned by. Yeah, it used to be, I think, the Diocese yeah, of Metuchen. Yeah, no, Metuchen. I don't think it is. Don't quote me, Fran, sure. but um, I don't believe it is. So I suspect that the the big opportunity for rateable is the property that kind of straddles both sides of Catswamp Road on 517. It Is could that be. right? Yeah. It could be, yes. Yeah, and I know that's held privately and um, has many years ago there was dis discussion about developing that property. Yeah, there was a discussion of uh, Walgreens or CVS coming in. Oh, okay. But, At one point there was discussion about uh, a Wegmans coming in, but that never yeah, happened. Yeah, no, um, a few years ago we did, um, there, I believe it might have been Walgreens. They wanted to come in, but obviously it's a county road. Right. Um, and they wanted a light at that intersection and a traffic study didn't warrant it. So we didn't get approval from the county for a light, although it's, it's still a possibility. They haven't completely shut the door. So but many years ago, one of the issues of development along that five, uh, 517 corridor was the status of the wastewater management plan. Um, uh, I, I don't know the status of it now. Is that uh, able to be extend? Is the current uh, wastewater management system able to be extended out that far? Um, I know at one point, prior to my time, I only learned of it after the fact. From Cat Swamp down, there was discussions. I think at that one point where you're talking, maybe the Wegmans, they were going to run into Independence and hook up into Independence. Yeah, there was talk about that at one point. But um, that never came to fruition. I'm sure it could happen, you know, coming from Alamucci, but it, it, it's going to cost a lot of money. Well, and the other issue that there was talk about was that the wastewater management plan didn't go out all that far. And uh, there was an issue as to whether or not the uh, wastewater management plant had sufficient capacity. From what I understand, we have more than enough capacity to add on to it. That's something I researched um, and spoke with that engineer about because my concerns were with Baker going in. Was right. that going to make us increase our plant? And we have plenty, plenty. But on 517, a lot of that is septic. Yeah, I know. So depending on, you know, if it's smart development, they can stay with septic. Um, and that's what we're hoping, that that part of town will get some type of development. And we're in the process of reviewing and redoing our master plan this year. Oh, that's land. great. So that's going to, and we're looking to make some changes to make it, you know, easier for us to do some of the things that we would like to see done in Alamuchi. 
can town officials uh, kind of actively kind of go out and and uh, try to solicit or uh, uh, cajole or convince yes. uh, developers to come into to their town? And how how does that process work? Do you know, uh, like, if you had, you knew that there was going to be, let's say, some uh, land, a parcel uh, of land available, uh, and you wanted it to be, um, you know, something that was not going to be um, taxing on your infrastructure, how would you go about, uh, you know, getting the type of uh, uh, development that uh, would be uh, advantageous for the town? Well, we can. We can actively go out. We do have an economic uh, development um, committee, but council as a whole or individually can go out and seek and bring before council um, any developer that wants to come in and, and do some type of development. But again, it comes down to the smart development, right? Development has to be smart for Alamuchi because, you know, we're 100% highlands. Some of it's preservation. Some of it you can still build on. Um, we have to look at the schools. We really don't want development where it's going to impact our schools where we're adding, you know, a large number of children because we're never going to be able to support that financially. Um, and it comes down to smart development. I can say there, there is a developer out there that has approached us and he has come to us with a very, very smart development plan. I think that will benefit um, Alamuchi. It's only in the beginning stages um, and just some talk. Um, but I would hope that it would uh, come to fruition because it means a lot of readables for our township without impacting the schools and without impacting the infrastructure. I, I would imagine that there are so many uh, steps along the way between, uh, you know, the availability of property and the actual uh, construction that have to be navigated. Uh, one yes. of them, one of them is, uh, that's always a challenge that, that we always discuss is the uh, impact of the Highlands Act on, yes. on, on the master plan for, for Alamuchi. Has, has there been any... Um, kind of relaxing of the restrictions, um, either in the preserved or the uh, planned area of the highlands, or is it still as restrictive as it ever was? It's still restrictive. And actually, um, I I'm actually have a meeting coming up with them. It's in the process of being um, scheduled with our engineer, because there are some things I would like to discuss with them, some things that we have, grants that we can go out for, for um, Maps that have to be updated within the township of our um, waterways and everything. And it's very expensive to do, but they have grant money available for the townships to do it. So I have a meeting coming up with them um, to apply for the grants and go over how it's done. I will also like to update our open space inventory because the last time it was done was early 2000. And we've added, you know, a lot of open space since then under the former mayor Oresker. But regulation, there's too much regulation. It, it, it's very hard. It's very, there's a lot of hoops you have to go through um, in New Jersey. So in terms of overall development, um, Panther Valley's basically done, right? Done. Um, all I mean, the have, areas have, like, in the valley are basically done too, right? And where? I'm sorry, friend. Uh, throughout the valley. In the back, you know, like from uh, Long Bridge Road and Shades Road and uh, all out that area. That's, yeah, a lot of that, a lot of that is preserved farmland. A lot of our farmers preserve their land. There's some that isn't. Um, really, the only properties I can think of are along 517. And uh, is there any 
new status on, and I can't remember, there was a name to it, uh, the development where there was discussion about putting the um, drug rehabilitation center. No, um, I know they're fixing it up. They want to sell it. They're fixing up the house? Yes, they're doing some minor cosmetic updates. They did do the driveway. They paved the driveway over the summer, which desperately needed it. And they cleaned out a lot of that overgrowth. Yes. So uh, it, there's, they never got approval for that project. Um, s still uh, one single lot, right? That Yes. Uh, with the same, uh, same uh, zoning? Same yes, same. Yes. Yes. So, so that's a possibility of future development. And I mean, that's really right on 517 too, I suppose. Yes. Good. So, so uh, uh, Rosemary, can I ask you about that property? Because uh, when I was the superintendent and uh, Fran was on the board, uh, Fran, wasn't that uh, like a different developer, Alamucci Land Development? Am I thinking right? And yes, they were going to be, they were going to be building like maybe uh, some um, uh, high end homes. high yes. end houses up there, right? Is, is that that was that approved? Where I mean, I know that it never happened, but was I believe I don't know. I I don't know if it was approved. I think they were going through the process, but then if I recall right, that's when the market tanked. Yeah, it was, uh, we had uh, a demographic report, and Fran, I think you were on the board even before I became superintendent and had a, a, a demographic report, and then we refreshed it and then refreshed it again. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that on that demographic report, they, they on the inventory of available properties for the total town build-out, they did include that as a possible, um, I, I think it was 12 units. But they were going to be huge houses on on huge right. plots, right? Right, Wasn't and that, then that was like oh eight, oh nine, ten, maybe. I think even yeah, maybe even earlier than that. Uh, yeah, and the market tanked. Yeah, yeah, the market. Well, what was the what was the year that the market went down? Two thousand eight. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, yeah. So it was prior to that. Um, and uh, it, it was interesting. The demographic reports are are are, are very interesting. Um, do you know if the, the school district has uh, done a recent demographic report? I don't. Because I don't that, that that's useful, you know, for both bodies, uh, uh, mm -hmm. uh, both the town council and um, uh, both the town council and the um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure, but I can always ask them. Yeah. I know they were big in the reports many years ago. Right. Well, we had done that uh, that report. That was really pretty interesting, uh, you know, at the time. But they do have to be refreshed every uh, every number of years, you know, maybe every three, four years. Because things change, uh, you right. know, in the town. There's, there's no doubt about that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll definitely bring that up when I have my next meeting with them. Yeah, and one of the things that changes is um, the, the expected per, per per child from each unit. Mm -hmm. when, uh, and at one point, I remember, I think this was before I was on the board, the Board of Education had a, a demographic report that had one rate of people, one rate of ch children per unit. And the developer actually had one uh, that turned out to be much lower. And as it turns out, his rate was the more accurate. So mm -hmm. there's always a little 
Uncertainty. I, mean, you know, I guess if you're predicting the future, there's always going to be. Exactly. Well, this is a probably a good opportunity for us to take a quick break. Uh, you're listening to Leadership Matters on WNTI, the voice of Centenary University. And welcome back to Leadership Matters on WNTI.org, the voice of Centenary University. Yeah, here in the studio with my co-host, Fran Gavin, and our very special guest this evening, the mayor of Alamuchi, Rosemary Tui. Um, in, at the end of the, uh, the previous segment, we were talking a little bit about uh, demographic reports and the fact that demographic reports are uh, uh, very useful for both uh, school districts and municipalities to use for planning purposes. Uh, et cetera. But that kind of brings up a, a, a good um, uh, opportunity for us to discuss other ways that the town and the school district can partner and share um, and, um, you know, to conserve resources as well. Um, on the budget side, Rosemary, you know, I always just say this as, as a superintendent, the budget has two sides, right? They have, it has a revenue side Mm -hmm. and the expenditure side and uh you know you can balance your budget by cutting your expenditures or you can balance your budget by uh increasing your revenues you know so one and to be creative uh you know to find ways to you know reduce expenses or and or go out and find new sources of revenue um what are some things that that you would uh think about doing with the school district to maybe um, uh, meet those goals and objectives? I know prior to the new superintendent coming in, the, under the old superintendent, we had meetings on trying to do a shared service with outside maintenance, lawn, lawn care, snow removal. Um, but that was towards the end of his, his uh, position there. So it kind of okay. got dropped by the wayside. Uh, me and the new superintendent tried picking it up but with the pandemic and how it's occupying the educators' time right now over at the school, um, it's kind of on the back burner, but I'm sure it's going to be revisited once everything starts opening up again. But I think there's many ways we could uh, work together to benefit one, one another and cut costs. Well, the two entities, they do work hand in hand to each other's mutual benefit, right? Um, yes. The rec department gets to use the, the gymnasium, and I don't think there's a charge going back and forth, or at least there never was. And I no, know- I uh, we, only, we only pay, we do pay something. We pay to have um, your person there on a Saturday, on the weekend. Okay. And that might've changed since over the years, but it used to be, we only paid to have that person there on a weekend. And I know in some years, that's many, many years ago, um, the, uh, the town's DPW would drop its plow and drive through the parking lot at the Alamuchi Township School while uh, while he was doing his his route through town, which was a great benefit to. Uh, yeah, we still do that. Yep. we do that. We clean out the parking lot for the buses, mm -hmm. and then we run, I believe, the plow over at the Mount Mountain Villa School in Rutherford Hall. It, and those little things are, are a real big help, uh, certainly for the Board of Education uh, on the yes. on dropping the plow and maybe dropping some salt and then uh, going the other way, making available for the rec department, the gym. Right. And plus, it's, you know, communication. So we do have a new DPW supervisor and what he does, I, I got him on the alert system. So he knows when he'll get the alert as well, when the school is going to have a delayed opening, if the school is closed. But I, he's very good at when a storm is coming through, 
that he's out on the road way before the buses even get out. I know in the past we had some, some difficulties, um, but, but it's, it's very important to him, especially when it comes to the school, that the roads are clear way before the buses even get on the road. So well, this year, you know, with the story, it, it, he's been fantastic, and I really have to give him a shout out because he, he's been wonderful. I must say, I know that the the township roads looked really good after uh, the little little brush we got from the the that storm over the weekend. Yes, they they're doing so, a good job. So, uh, Rosemary, the uh, the DCA uh, just recently um, uh, put out a request for grant proposals under their LEAP grant, which is the um, kind of um, paying for feasibility studies for consolidation and, and regionalization, both for municipalities and for school districts. Yes. Um, is, uh, uh, has there been any talk in Alamuchi about investigating the, the possibility of uh, doing that with another um, uh, municipality? We're always looking to do something. Um, we, we entered into a shared services agreement with the municipal court, and I believe there's some grant money out there to look at municipal court uh, consolidation, because as you know, the municipal court is one of, it's a losing proposition. You, you don't expect <laughs> to make money off the municipal court, but you do expect to break even and not have tens of thousands of dollars in losses, even pre-pandemic. And then with all the new uh, bail reform, it's making it even more difficult for the municipal courts to operate. But we have to, it's, we're required by law to have it. Um, so this was our first year where we were in a shared services agreement with Knowlton Township. Um, and it's, it's working out pretty, pretty good. It has reduced our losses. I wish I could say we're in the green, but we're not. But it has reduced our losses significantly. And, and it's a great partnership. And something just came out um, regarding the regionalization. But as the state is, they put this stuff out, but they don't know the details yet. <laughs> so I'm just waiting on the details. And with the so, leap with the regionalization for the schools that, that, you know, you're hearing a lot more talk about it. And I think it's something that eventually is going to happen. I don't like, you know, telling the school what to do, but it should be explored. <laughs> I doesn't, I, I'm, I'm, I'm one for, you know, we all should control our own destiny, but at some point, if it makes sense, you have to give it a try. Certain things have to be in place. We have a lot to lose too. Well, so, I think that, uh, you know, uh, knowledge is power, right? That's right. what they say. So yes. I think that this round of uh, grants uh, do not commit or bind any of the parties to following through on a regionalization or a consolidation, but, but rather would provide uh, each of the parties, um, you know, real real information with regard right. to how is this going to impact our taxes. And, and you know, right. that's right, because, you know, uh, to sit there and, and, you know, kind of be an armchair um, uh, warrior and say, oh, these districts should all consolidate. We would save tens of thousands of dollars on our taxes every year. May not ex may not be true, depending, exactly. upon, depending upon the district that, that you're in. Exactly. Um, you know, it may be, uh, it may either be a wash, in which case you might lose local control, or right. you may end up paying even more. Uh, Nobody likes to lose local district. control, right? You don't like to lose local control. No, we're, seeing, I think that's... we're seeing a lot of control, you know, we're losing a lot of control with the state and it's very frustrating. Um, but I think it's something that should be ex explored. So the residents, they have the full picture. Yeah, well, New, Jersey, 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Frank. Go ahead. I'm so, well, it seems to me that as it relates to uh, municipal co consolidation, uh, Alamucci is not, I can't see it as a big uh, tax savings because no. the reality is the really the budget isn't that big. No, we don't have a paid. Uh, I mean, our 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 staff is remarkably small. We don't right. have a oh, full time uh, municipal administrator. Actually, we do, and we're talking to her tonight. <laughs> yeah, um, but and, and there isn't. Uh, you know, most municipalities really start running up the costs when they have a large road department and a police department and a paid fire department. We don't have. I mean. We don't our road department is our DPW is not very big, and no police and no fire. So I mean, we have three employees in DPW. Yeah, and we're, we're already pretty lean and mean, I think, to start with. We just hired two new people at the water and sewer department. We lost our supervisor; he resigned. We're in the process of promoting one of the employees down there. Yeah, but even then. Um, that doesn't affect the tax base, right? No, I mean, no, just, because that's the water and sewer that's self-funded through right, the water. It's self-liquidated. It's, uh, oh, it's mm -hmm. debt self-liquidating and it self-funds. So it has nothing to do with the taxes. No, on the municipal side, we're very light. We have three girls in the office, one at the front desk. We have our clerk and we have our water and sewer clerk. Right. So and two part-timers in the court. I know that that there's a lot of discussion, especially now that the Princetons have merged about how all the how much money is going to be saved. But from a municipal point of view, it just doesn't seem like it would make much sense for Alamuchi to no. We're very think lazy. about consolidating with another town. No, if if you take out if you if you take out the uh, SMSD tax, um, which I pay actually more than I, I do on my municipal tax. If you back that out of, out of our tax base, we're probably one of the lowest tax municipalities in this area. Oh yeah, I would agree. That would be uh, a, if you were joining in with, let's say another municipality that say had a police force of their own, right. that, would, that would now have to be extended into the municipality. That would be a cost that you currently don't have at all. Right. Uh, right, right now that you would have to be picking up uh, a portion of. And, so, we, and we rely, yeah. you know, on the state police and they do a wonderful job. Well, and we can never, we can never afford our own police department. So if you think about it, the, the only municipalities that we could uh, logically uh, consolidate with would be Frelinghausen and Independence, the only well, other two counties in the town that we abut, right? Well, Independence has uh, their own police department. Right. We wouldn't want to do that. No. And Frelinghausen, actually, they're more like us the, uh, than any of the others. Well, Independence is outside the police size-wise. Frelinghausen, they're, they're pretty, they're, they're smaller than us. Um, but that, yeah, that they rely, they don't even have their own fire department. <laughs> the surrounded towns cover them. But then Tim was mentioning the other kind of uh, elephant in the room, and that's boards of education. Yes. And so from what I gather, you would be uh, not opposed to exploring the concept. No I'm, commitment I'm all, as to whether it should happen or not, just right. getting more information. I'm all about, you know, knowledge is power. I like having all the facts so I could make a decision. And there's nothing wrong with exploring it. Doesn't mean you're accepting it, but I, I think it's fair to our residents because a lot of our residents do talk about regionalization. In fact, one of the uh, board members at the last board meeting raised the issue. Uh, I was at that board meeting. Did they? Yeah, you were there. I know I was there. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> Yep. I had Mr. a long Green, day that day. <laughs> Mr. Green uh, raised the issue. Okay. But, you know, I think a, a lot of people don't remember that it was on the ballot 
quite some time ago. That was before Tim was even the superintendent. Right. Yeah. Where, yeah. Well, I, I I just looked at the uh, those results uh, again the other day because they kind of surfaced. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, one of the districts that I'm involved with now in Hunterdon County is uh, joining in with several other districts to uh, uh, explore the possibility of regionalization. So in our background, we looked at that and. Yeah, that was um, um, uh, Liberty, Independence, Hackettstown, and Alamuchi looking to join together in in, in a regional, right? Mm-hmm. K-12, mm-hmm. K-12 regional. Hackettstown said no. Alamuchi said no. Liberty and Independence said yes. So they were bound to the, um, uh, you know, the limited regional that became the Great Meadows Regional School District for those two districts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it was 92 or 94. Um, yeah, it was in the early to mid-90s. I can't remember exactly when. Am I, I remember, I think I was one of the last people to vote that day, and I think I was voter number 99. So we did get a big turnout. <laughs> no. Now, is it true, like, regionalization to happen, uh, Fran, you would probably notice, is that it has to be on the ballot? Yes. Okay. The way the way that the the uh, statutes are written now, yes, it, it, the the taxpayers will ultimately decide uh, if that's going to happen. Of course, one of the things that the the legislators talk about is taking that away to try to force the hand uh, right. to make it happen. Um, but I don't know whether uh, you know that's going to have legs or not. And now that Sweeney is not, I was just going to say that. Yeah, th- this was Steve Sweeney's yes. uh, kind of, uh, you know, this was one of the jewels in his um, uh, pathway to progress. I think was the the name of his, um, um, yes. uh, like a, a series of proposals and, and um, suggested legislation to uh, kind of uh, address the property tax issues in right. Uh, right. in New Jersey. Uh, but now that he's not there, I don't know who's going to take up the, um, you know, who's right. going to take up that role of being the champion for this. Right. Well, I read an article recently about, and I and it wasn't Sweeney who uh, was interviewed. It was, a, and I can't remember which legislator it was that was talking about how uh, they seem to be very much enamored with the the Maryland model where everything goes on a county basis and thought yeah. that that. 21 county school districts would be far superior to 500 or so districts that we have now. I think I read an I think I read that article. I think that was uh, uh, is that uh, Sandra Gopal? It might be. Yeah, uh, I just the name's escaping me. Yeah, and uh, of course uh, Sweeney's uh, um, uh, one of his suggested bills was to uh, have uh, two pilot countywide school districts, one in the southern part of the state and one in the northern part of the state to, to try to test it out. And um, Warren and Hunterdon were, and Sussex were always mentioned as districts that had a lot of tiny little, or uh, counties that had a lot of tiny little districts in them that would be uh, candidates for this. So, but again, that never went anywhere either. Well, it, I, I have a sense that it's on our horizon. It is. And, but yep. and so regionalization of the school district uh, would cause um, Alamuchi has a, a, something very unique that uh, raises uh, issues in, in, in terms of any regionalization. And that would be the, the Rutherford Hall piece. Correct. And uh, I know that, that many people are very dedicated to the uh, to the building, to what's, what goes on in the building and would would very much want 
not to make that part of a regional district and to keep it in house in Alamuchi. Correct. I think it's very important, especially if regionalization takes off. How I understand it, all the assets go to the host town. Well, it will go to the new regional entity. Right. But the dominant force in that would, would probably be Hackettstown. Right. With Great Meadows right behind it. Mm -hmm. Well, we've hit that spot where it would be a, a, an appropriate opportunity to take a quick break. You're listening to Leadership Matters here on WNTI.org, the voice of Centenary University. And we're back on Leadership Matters, WNTI.org, the voice of Centenary University, here in the studio with uh, my co-host, Fran Gavin, and our very special guest, the mayor of Alamuchi, Rosemary Tui. Uh, Fran, I'm going to toss it over to you. So, uh, Rosemary, you know, inquiring minds want to know, uh, kind of like in the uh, in the vein of old Ed Koch, you know, when he used to say, how am I doing? Uh, the question is, how's Alamuchi doing? Alamuchi is doing very good. On the municipal side, the last few years, we kept the municipal portion of our taxes, our property taxes, pretty even with very little increase. Um, this year, we, we are currently working on the budget. Um, one of the directives is, you know, try to keep each department where they were last year, cut out the stuff that we really don't need. And we're planning, we're actually planning, we're putting together capital plans going forward, realistic capital plans, because I, I don't want to say there was never no capital planning, but it's realistic um, moving forward. And one of the things uh, our CFO with Baker being, you know, Mountain Ridge being built, he was smart in that he was planning for the day when there were no more readables. So he did a very good job at that, which enabled us to keep our taxes pretty stable. Usually in towns, when you see development done and no more development, you usually see a big increase in taxes to adjust for inflation and the cost of the price, you know, goods going up where he plans for these rainy days. So financially, we're very good. Um, a lot of our uh, capital improvements that we're doing, you know, we're getting some aid from the state. Uh, the COVID um, recovery, uh, Alamucci received $486,000. All of that money is going to get reinvested back into our infrastructure. Some of the things that are planned for this year is Ridge Road uh, will be getting done and, and milled and paved. We're exploring putting in a new sand filter. The, the water and sewer department as we stated earlier, operates separate from the municipality, for those who don't know. The water and sewer department is supported by the fees collected by the residents that use the water and sewer services, which is mostly Panther Valley. And over the last couple of years, we've been replacing everything because it's original. So we've been sinking a lot of money into that. We put in a new water tank this year or last year, finishing up this year. We're exploring a sand filter. We've been replacing the pressure reducing valves throughout the road, generators. Um, we're in the process of updating our monitoring systems throughout all of our infrastructure buildings and grounds. So there's a lot of things getting done. I'm excited for it. So the uh, water tower was a... Uh... Really, really, really big project. That was uh, a million over a million dollars. dollars, right? Right, and there was no increase. Um, and were you able to get any uh, funding from the state on that? From that, no. From wow. That, no. So being able to build that without increasing, well, rates haven't gone up in quite a few wood, years. A long, yes, long, a long time. time. In you fact, know, 
I don't think oh, they've well, ever gone up since we've owned it, uh, since we've acquired it. Isn't that right? It was, it was funny because our old mayor, Betty Schultes, gave me a bunch of folders. She kept everything. <laughs> and I was reading the rates, how high they used to be many, many years ago, like three and five percent and how uh, yeah. they've, they've come down. Um, and we, we're doing a lot of work there. We're, we're you know, another maybe three years, everything then is pretty much going to be new. It's <laughs> a great thing. So I know when the municipality bought it, I think they cut the rates uh, at least 50 percent uh, because yes. it was held privately by the developer of Panther Valley. And it was quite a cash cow for him. Yes. Um, and, I, you know, I don't think they've gone up uh, hardly at all since that point. So no. it, it's been a really well run operation. It has been. It has been. And, so, and also we're, we're investing in our employees. So yep. we have an incentive program, you know, in order to operate down there, um, our operator has to have a certain number of licenses that fit our plan. And um, you've brought them in-house because they used to be uh, contracted out. Yes, they're all in-house. They're all employees. Um, actually, the gentleman that's running our plant right now is an Alamuchu resident, uh, very motivated. He got his license in record time to operate the plant. Um, we just hired, like I said, two, two new guys and it's running great. I I've never, all the years I've lived here, I I'm telling you top notch what they're doing down there. That's great. So you also mentioned that there's a road, uh, you're doing some, uh, milling and paving on Ridge road. Yes. Ridge um, road. And it used to be, uh, that there was, uh, I think you mentioned you had a capital improvement plan. There was like a capital road improvement plan. Is, yeah. Does one of those still exist? Yes. And we're moving things around. And most, I think, we, if I'm correct, I think within the next three to four years, it will be complete. And then, well, you know, you start And over then it again. starts all um, over again. It starts all over again. Yes. Yes. Well, and, and that's important because, you know, you see it in the, in the quality of the roads throughout town. The, the reality, you know, I drove through parts of Mount Olive today and it was like uh, driving uh, on an obstacle course with all the potholes. But, you know, I, I, I was on some of our roads in Alamuchi recently and, was, you know, and not even county roads, municipal roads. Right. In remarkably good condition after all this weather. Yeah. Our worst road is Ridge Road right now. And and we're going out to bid in the next week or so for that. And the project should start early spring. And and we are, one of the things I'm doing as mayor is we are looking at grants, aid from the state, low-income loans, because um, that's something I think we lacked in the past. There are, there are grants out there that we should be going for. Yep. So uh, one of the other big... Uh, relatively new things for the town to have to deal with is the affordable housing situation. Yes. And I, I, I know there were um, a whole lot of different programs that have occurred over the years. Where, do, where does that all stand now? Well, we, we, to date, we've reached our, we've met our obligation. Ah, but is the state going to pull the rug yeah. out from under as they usually do? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. We're just waiting. I think it's round four coming up. Well, but the good news to that is, um, we don't have any more developable land, so it's not like they can really change uh, change the number for you, can they? Oh, oh, we would have to buy a dilapidated dilapidated property. Oh, they make you do rehab. Rehab. But we do have a, a current uh, program, right? Isn't it the the old farm section of Panther Valley that's primarily uh, that, that that addresses the town's requirement in that regard? Yes, 
Yes, and you know we sold those units, but they're still restricted. They're still, in terms they're still of... restricted. Yes. So, yes. how does that work? If somebody wants to buy it, do they have to come to the municipality for approval, or does it go through a different agency? I, I believe it goes through a different agency now. But we, we would be involved because we have to make sure that we don't lose. Like we're still involved, and we, we're kept up to date on what is going on over there because we don't want to lose our standing. Of I mean, we're not. one of very few towns that have met that obligation. Well, you know, I must say that haven't gone through round one yet. Yeah, over the years, uh, Alamucci has actually been pretty progressive in dealing with its obligation. Yes. Um, it's, I think, one of the things that uh, is a feather in the cap of our town. Yes. So um, you mentioned the uh, capital projects. Any yes. other capital projects on the horizon that uh, you might want to give uh, people a glimpse of? A lot of the infrastructure is going into the water and sewer department. With the township, we are switching our platform to Edmonds. You know, it's the management system of the town. Part of it's on Edmonds, part of it is on Vital. We are investing this year in switching the whole town over to the Edmonds. We are investing a lot of money into cybersecurity. Very big, very big topic this year among many municipalities. We're putting in new like financial policies within the township to meet our obligations with our insurance companies and with training as well um, of our employees so on sexual vital, harassment, it, you name vital, it. Vital is the outfit that uh, deals with uh, preparing and issuing tax bills too, isn't it? Yes, it's old. So admins will take that over? Yes, we're in the process um, of doing the whole town is switching over to the admins. It's going to make us so much more efficient than everybody communic can communicate with one another. Um, so it's going to be through the assessment, the taxes, the dog licensing, our water and sewers already on it. The big thing is the um, E-RECs, all the E-RECs, you know, for bill payment and the departments when they want to purchase something, they have to prepare a requisition, a PO, I should say, get it signed off by the CEO to make sure funds are there. Um, everything's going to be online now. So we are saving the trees. So we're getting into a lot the modern times. A lot of, you know, Fran, you were a mayor. A lot no. of paperwork. Um, not too long before I became mayor, um, Phyllis Kramer was our clerk, and all the records I think were stored in a, in a footlocker underneath her uh, couch. Yeah, we've come a long way. We we have we have. Rosemary, do you mind if I if I circle back a little bit to the uh, master plan for Alamuchi? Sure. Yeah. Um, typically, how how often is that kind of uh, reviewed or updated and? Uh, what are the constraints? And and final question, would there be any um, thought to changing the minimum acreage for some of the single family um, uh, designated zones? Well, I, as mayor, I also have to occupy a seat on the land use board. So a lot of it is new to me. So I've been doing a lot of research. Uh, with the master plan, it's every, I believe, every 10 years. And what is prompting us to do it, I think it's a little less than 10 years, is all the changes that are happening, you know, the marijuana law that passed, mm -hmm. um, out, lack of rateables. We want to really look at the master plan and see what we can do to designate certain areas that could bring, bring in smart, and I keep saying smart rateables because not every rateable could benefit our town. It can hurt our town. We want smart rateables. Would 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 you uh, uh, consider advocating for, let's say, a cultivation um, um, uh, operation? Me personally, uh, 
Yes. What What do you so, think? What, what What's your uh, sense of the, uh, uh, you know, the attitude of the town towards that? You know, it's re it's mixed. We will be sending out a survey to all the residents to get their feedback. But when I attended my first land use board meeting, I had to remind them when the marijuana question was on the ballot. I believe 92% of the residents in Alamuchi voted for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so we, we are, we're going to be sending out a ballot probably within the next 45 days to every resident, um, getting their feedback on what they would like to see. Um, I, listen, I'm, I, I'm a big supporter of our farmers and it seems to be a dying breed with all the regulations that are placed on them. Um, and if this is one thing that could grow their business and keep them farming and have their land to pass on to their next generation, I'm, I'm all for it. But, you know, we have to be smart about it. About, uh, Fran, do you remember about uh, maybe um, well, a little over a year ago, we had uh, Jerry DeMeo on yep. uh, and, and Lenny, uh, Lenny Kuntz, a uh, councilman in uh, uh, Hackett's County. We were we were talking about this very thing, and and one of the things that came up was really interesting. Uh, I guess the uh, at that time uh, uh, the town was approached by the uh, I don't know if it was the same company now that is now going to have that facility on Bilby Road, uh, you know, but they were approached by it, and I guess the initial reaction was no, right, not in. And the interesting thing was that they said, well, we'll just go over to Mansfield then and, and do it in Mansfield. And where they were going to go in Mansfield had a Hackettstown address. So, <laughs> yeah, so isn't there that. something opening up in Mansfield, a Hackettstown at an old bank, I heard? Well, yeah, at the old Wells Fargo is going to be a retail facility. Okay. In in Mansfield. No, it's in, uh, in Hackettstown. Right across oh, from M&M. Oh, over by... Um, uh, oh, near the M&M. Right across oh, from M&M. Oh, &M. oh I thought it was the other Wells Fargo down on 57. No, bottom of the hill going into Hackettstown. And, and they also have a grow... They also have an indoor grow facility on Bilby Road uh, uh, that's almost ready to go, right? Uh, that's my understanding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that would be independence. That's independence, yeah. Well, that's it. Like, all of these towns are out there ahead of us. And we're still through the survey phase. Yeah. Well, and I think our town's uniquely situated to, to be a, an effective or efficient um, growth facility. If, 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 the, yes. if our uh, fathers, our, our legislative fathers determine that that's uh, appropriate. Because right. we, have, we have the greenhouses in town. You mm -hmm. can easily, because they're secure facilities, which is what you'd have to do. Um, and I've discussed this with a few of the farmers and, and some of them are like, no, I have no desire. Some of them are like, it's against my religion. And some of them are like, if my kids want to do it, I'm not doing it, but this will be my kids one day. If they want to do it, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so it's split. Well, I mean, one of the things that grow facilities needs is land, right? And, yes. you know, if you're talking about, uh, you, you know, creating rateable opportunities for the town, without adding, uh, you know, uh, stress to your existing infrastructure, that would be something perfect. that it, it would be, it would be perfect. I mean, regardless of how you feel about it personally, right? right. And yeah, so I, th this is kind of an interesting time in, uh, you know, it local is. politics when they make these decisions, right? Uh, um, yeah, because I'm struggling with some of them. 
Yeah. <laughs> I see the pros and I see the cons and. Yeah. But I, I but I think that uh, if you, uh, the message I got from that Mansfield Hackettstown story that I just told was mm -hmm. that um, if you don't do it, somebody else will. Somebody and else it'll be will. real close. And, and it will I be don't real want, yeah, I don't, I mean, because we're the perfect location for it. Yes. We, we have the farm. I, I don't want Alamucci, if it's going to happen, whatever it is, I think it's going to be too late in the game for us when everybody else is already miles ahead of us. Yeah, everybody else is kind of just geared up waiting now, right? Mm -hmm. At least on the initial rollout. You never know how it's going to take off down the road and what further demands right. will be required. It's a positive and a negative, right? Yep. You know, they, they take off, they take the lead, and they realize, hey, it's not all we thought it was cracked up to be. And then, then we were smart. But <laughs> if their tax revenue is really coming in and we're lagging behind, then, you know. Well, that's, this is a great way for us to end our program and maybe a good segue into a, another program in the future. Uh, uh, Rosemary, thank you so much for joining us thank here. Thank you. I, look, I, I had a question for Fran. Oh. You can call me and I can talk to him on the phone. I'll give you a <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, thank you very much. And uh, you've been listening to Leadership Matters on uh, WNTI.org, the voice of Centenary University. 